In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Do you want to just start? Yeah, let's get it going. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy Sunday. We're back. Yes. I was stoked when you picked Weird Science. Mm -hmm. And then after my first viewing, I was so excited to talk to you about this. Nice. You know, it's funny. I I had been so busy all the way up into my vacation that I didn't get the chance to watch it like I normally do. Like I usually watch it like three times. But I watched it like last night. But this is a movie that I've seen like oh so many times. Like I yeah. can I can quote parts of it like pretty much word for word. For Were me. you close to the age of the boys? I was I was thirteen. Okay, so you're a so bit younger. A little bit younger, but in that realm, like girls were very very awesome at that age. You know what I mean and. And so kind of in that age where uh, I was trying to kind of dress up more, like, you know, groom myself more to where (laughs) I felt like it was attractive to the ladies. Like, so most definitely in that that realm, also like working towards going to like high school, like in junior high school at this point, but like working that way up, you know what I mean? So the movie resonated with me for sure. Oh, hey, side note, there is construction going on, so if you are picking it up here and there, if you hear a weird buzzsaw, that's, there it is. it's not us doing special effects. No. It's not that kind of podcast, but <laughs> just so you know. Yes. We don't have like, who was was there a horror guy with a with a chainsaw running around? We, yes. He's not here. No, it's cool. No, he's not here. We're safe. Yeah, we're, we're still in 1985 <laughs> weird science land. So... This one was written and directed by John Hughes. Yes. The budget was seven and a half million. Okay. It grossed twenty three million in the US. Wow. Worldwide was thirty eight million. Wow. So it made that and then some. Oh yeah. Yeah. Another successful film. Yeah. What uh surprised me was that John Hughes wrote this in two days. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> I, I hats off. Yeah, no doubt. And um Shermer High School. Shermer, Illinois, which is some bullshit. I'll talk about that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> also, the name of the high school and the breakfast club. Those were the things that kind of popped out to me. There mm-hmm. wasn't any crazy production calamities and accidents that I found. Mm-hmm. So if there were, they probably kept them under wraps or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we meet Wyatt and Gary. Yes, the main characters. And I, I don't know, I think Anthony Michael... Hall. Yes. Um, he's been in so many movies that I've liked. And, and it's like sometimes he plays kind of that nerdier kid in, in, in other plays or other movies that he's been as he's got as he got older. He was more of like a jock character. I've oh, okay. seen in some other things. But as a kid, I think that, that he had a pretty good like range Yeah. for as young as he was. I mean, I don't know exactly how old he was. Fifteen. In this movie, during mm-hmm. the time they made it. Okay. So, as a 15-year-old, the range that he had was just super impressive to me. Like, Yeah, he, he really pulls it off. Yeah. And 
this is the film where, again, it kind of strikes me that, you know, Gary and Wyatt, when they say they're geeks mm -hmm. and that nobody likes them, I can buy that nobody likes them. Yeah. But when I think of a geek, this is not the stereotype that I would conjure in my mind. They've got yeah. the hairstyle. They, yeah. you know, Wyatt's family's got money. Oh, like yeah? there's, they're not, although they're gym socks, mm -hmm. puzzling. Yeah, no is doubt. that like standard <laughs> geek gym wear? Because those are the most <laughs> ragged socks I think I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. It's actually that opening scene where we learn what is about to happen in the movie mm -hmm. because Gary's in this fantasy and he's yeah. like telling Wyatt all about it and he's mm -hmm. like, this is how it's going to happen. We're going to go out. We're going to do some dancing. Yep. We're going to have some drinks yep. at the club. Yep. And and then like we're going to have this huge party yep. and everybody's going to come. Yep. Even those two girls right those, there. Those two girls. Those two. Yes. And they're just staring at him the uh, whole time. It's kind of weird. It is a little bit, but yeah. they're... You know, you know, 17, 16 year old boys. You know, just that are, don't know. They they know what they 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 think they want. Right. They, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's those hormones going crazy at that age. You know what it is. Yeah. 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 When they're at the and then they get pants. Yes. By, in front of everybody. Grabs them by the pants. <laughs> pants them and then goes, hey, check us out. And it's all the girls that are doing, you know, the gymnastics and stuff like that. And they just horrible. stand there in their skibbies. The worst. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're probably sophomores in high school. Mm -hmm. The worst. Mm -hmm. They kind of sleek off. <laughs> Why? It's like, I'm going to. And he's like, no, <laughs> you're not going to. We're going to go this way. Yeah. When they're watching The Bride of Frankenstein, mm -hmm. it's actually really weird. And, it, and I think this speaks to what you're saying about Michael. Is it Anthony Hall? Yes. Is that. When he first starts talking about, we should do what Frankenstein does mm -hmm. and like do this whole Bride of Frankenstein thing. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, that's really creepy. Mm -hmm. Did you read Frankenstein? Yeah. And Did then, you see how that turned out? He's like, we're not going to dig up a body. I can't dig up a dead girl. <laughs> he's like, no. No, on your computer, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, it's 1985. What kind of technology did they really, how are we going to pull this off? Super dial up. It's, it was, you know, I mean, his whole wall of yeah. his bedroom is like this computer system. For sure. And they start, when they start dialing it up, and it's great because Wyatt's the little techie guy, mm -hmm. and Gary's the one who's like, you know, he's like Scotty from freaking Star Trek. He's like, we need more power. Yeah. You know, or Kirk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's not even, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. But next thing you know, he's like hooking up the phone. He's got yeah. the modem going. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching, I was like, is that even... Is that even like, was that even possible? And then it occurred to me that two years earlier was the film War Games. Did you ever see that? Matthew yes. Broderick yes. and he like hacks into this thing and yes. gets into it. it's a horrible situation. It's like a, he thinks he's playing a game, right? Yeah. But it's actually real life, right? It wasn't some, that kind of what that I was? Don't, we maybe will have to watch it at some point. I think point. we should. It's been a long um, time, but I think I have seen it. But I was like, okay, wait. Yeah, they've already played with this notion. Mm -hmm. But the like we were talking about before that... The beauty of this film is the outrageous plot. Yes. This concept that yes. you could create a woman of flesh and bone mm -hmm. from your computer in a Barbie. Yes. And she can like do all this crazy, amazing stuff and make things happen for you. Like, yes, like that would have been awesome. Like, OK, to... but how did the computer create its own weather? What? What? There's like the storm clouds, but they're red, and yeah. there's they're like red lightning clouds. <laughs> and they just come out of nowhere, and they're striking randomly. Yes. And 
you know, they just they're feeding all that information in. Mm-hmm. The, the clouds are growing. Things are kind of shaking. Things start flying around the room. Yes. And on the door to Wyatt's bathroom, it said, I break for women. Yes, it did. And then the door starts to swell. And mm-hmm. what does it literally do? It broke for a woman. 100%. <sighs> I love it. And so at that point, I love how they have like the bras on their head. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, it's. I think what was his response was, it's like, it's ritual. And they just have this whole thing in this moment. And then boom, there she is. And they can't believe it. They can't believe it, that it happened, that it worked. And she's everything that they want. And the next scene you see them is that she's taking a shower. <laughs> and they're in there. They're shirtless. <laughs> Tucked in a corner. <laughs> like shoulder to shoulder, yeah. frozen. While and- she's there showering, like... And they got jeans on. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really, like, She you can kind of see that she's like, well, that's a little weird, but she doesn't make him feel weird no, for not it. not at all. The next thing you know, we're, we're all suited up. He had on a, a jacket that was, was like his Chet's dad's jacket. His brother's red, probably like college jacket or something like that. And Wyatt had on something other. It was like weird clothing, whatever probably his mom bought for like picture day or whatever. When they walk out the door... It magically turns into like very stylish, very hip, modern mm-hmm. clothing. Her magic does its thing again there. I love that. Oh, yeah. I have a whole theory about her that I'm going to tell you at the end. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. yes. So magic is happening all over the place. Now yes, they're completely in style. Yes. Looking sharp. Looking really sharp. Very, very sharp. I really have to like Michael Anthony's hair. Wow. His mm. hair in this movie mm. was amazing. It was. He had was. amazing hair. He really did. Yeah. Even after they dumped the the slushy on yeah. him later, when he goes to whip it back, it yeah. was still just like good hair still. I know. <laughs> no doubt about it. So they climb into the pink caddy. Mm-hmm. They have to decide her name. They haven't given oh, yeah. her a name yet. Yeah. And so he chooses the name Lisa. And the name Lisa is the girl that is the next scene they talk about, which is the eighth grade girl. Mm-hmm. That um, that he liked so much, and so that's how they come with the name Lisa, and she likes it, so she decides that yeah that'll work. Yeah, and then you get in the notice the magic happens because the license plate on the pink Cadillac changes to Lisa. Yep. Yes. And then we they just she just takes them right into this kind of like a blue style bar. Mm-hmm. They immediately are like, whoa, we are not supposed to be here. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Like the music like stops. Everybody turns and looks at them like two like obviously underage white kids <laughs> and this beautiful woman. You know what I mean? Like walking into this old school like hole in the wall blues dive bar. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it comes to a halt for a second, but then right back to, to action. But it's funny how, you know, that interaction goes and they're all kind of sitting together and the guy, like, straight up asked, like, what's a woman like you doing with a couple of malakas like this? Yes. And I love how Anthony Michael Hall's response was, I guess she's just into malakas. You Do know? you know what a malaka is? Because no, I didn't. Okay, no, I did not know. What is and a I malaka? looked up what a malaka is. Okay, what is it? It's the Greek way of saying wanker. Okay. Someone who's jerked off so many times that his brain has become soft. <laughs> <laughs> Malaka. It's great because he 
he doesn't know. I don't get a feel he knows what that means either, no. but he just rolls with it. Right off the tongue. He's like, boom. I guess she likes Malacca's. Right. And it was great because they're all only doing what she basically said you have to do, which is if you don't go socialize with the people, yeah. then we're going to bring them all back to the house. How about For that? For sure. For sure. She constantly does this through mm-hmm. the film is, is just nudging or pushing, forcing at points. But um, when he doesn't really loosen up, you know, Wyatt immediately goes to run to the bathroom and he's just he, he just can't even. He's so nervous that he actually sits in some dude's lap. <laughs> yeah. <in the> shit. <laughs> <laughs> And Gary, he 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 loosens up as soon as he starts drinking. Yes, right Shocker. away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right away, he's loose. He's he's letting it go. And I love how he tells the story about the the girl that he was in love with. And it's almost like his he's become ethnic, and he's mm-hmm. so drunk. He's and he's so accepted by all these people around him. He, he tells the whole story and. And I just love the interaction between him and then the old school black guys that are there and how they're back and forth bantering. And he's one of them, basically. Right. And I, that's what I meant by like his range, like and another one. Yeah, because he's, he's got the guy's hat on. Mm-hmm. He's smoking a cigar. He's kind of well, leaning against. smoking a cigar. Not really. It's, it's but... a cigar, but he ain't a smoker. Yeah. Yeah. But he's drinking like bourbon or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And actually, I had kind of forgotten about that scene and when i was watching it i was like oh wow he really goes for it here Mm -hmm. with this and i read online today that basically he and john hughes used to they both loved richard pryor okay and they used to watch him all the time and they would imitate a character that richard pryor did called mudball okay and so that was michael anthony hall's impersonation of mud hall john hughes asked him to to do that okay he's like go do that impersonation okay it worked and banged it it was good dude i thought it was awesome but she even has to intercede because he can't he can't even like get through the story you know he can't come up with the next thing that would be kind of interesting yeah and so she just starts feeding him the little lines like then she kicked you in the nuts (laughs) (laughs) he's like broke my heart in two and he's like that ain't the only thing she broke Oh, but they're like, why do you even care about that girl when you have this beautiful woman sitting right here with you? And, right. Yeah. And then he's just he's just beyond. He's just too drunk. He's, he's hammered. We, we got to get him out of here. Yep. And I think there was this. So the next shot is why it's driving. Yes, he is. The pink Cadillac. The pink and he's Cadillac. freaking out again. He's like, I'm not supposed to be yeah. doing this. I don't have a license. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Lisa's trying to kind of put certain things situations put him in situations to build his confidence for sure without him really realizing it mm-hmm. but he's rather resistant oh yeah he's he's a fighter he really is all the way around like and it seems like she really takes more of an interest in Wyatt I agree yes 100% I noticed that for sure she takes a shine to him mm-hmm. in a different way and she actually is more physical with mm-hmm. him yes she is but when we get back to the house we meet one of my favorite characters in this movie is that Chet? That's Chet. Nice. I cannot even. Mr. Bill Paxton, very I, young. So he's so good. Yeah, so oh, young my in gosh. this one. I wonder, did you did you figure out how old he was in this one? No, I didn't. Okay. He's so amazing to hate in this movie. Mm-hmm. He plays the perfect bully. Yeah, perfect like douchebag, big brother, like big brother. You but know he's what I mean? douchey too. Very, like very. he doesn't even really. He's so he p- just nails it, and the best thing. Is his haircut? <laughs> it's devastating. 
Like it's either the best thing you've ever seen in your life, like the best example of a like flat top yes because it's not it's not just a buzz cut that's no. the beauty it yeah. has long hair that is then slicked back yes it's <laughs> either the most horrifying thing you've ever seen or like a sight to behold i and think it is a sight to behold i can't take my eyes off him <laughs> when he is on screen his hair it's perfect like the line apparently bill he bill paxton did that without John Hughes, okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. And um, the hairdresser was worried about doing it uh -huh. because she or he or she didn't get the the go ahead. Mm -hmm. And uh, John Hughes loved it. Nice. And so obviously it all worked out. Plus mm -hmm. the way he, what he was bringing. Oh, dude, he brought it all. Like he amplified that big brother douche bully. Like, and he played it perfectly. Like it was all about getting money for him. And yeah. All that, like he wanted all of it, like and why it was gonna, you know, buckle every time. Yep. And he's like, "Cool, more money for me." Yep, hmm. yep, yep. He's like, "Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you the hundred and seventy-five dollars and my college money." <laughs> and once he's done ribbing Wyatt, then he ribs Gary. And uh, like when in his moment of satisfaction is when he goes down the hall, turns, and puts his back to the door, and kicks it backwards open. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's just boom! <laughs> oh my gosh! It's just great. Yes. But then that opens the door because now Gary's just passed out. And this is when Lisa and, and Wyatt share a kiss. And she For basically sure. teaches him how to kiss. Mm -hmm. We don't see what happens that night, but some things happen that For night. sure, because he wakes up with her panty drawers <laughs> He sure on, does. So and a little a, half shirt. A little switcheroo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she does explain when he comes down there. And she said... um, well, you know, I don't really know what happened. You fell asleep right as I was about to go into my aerobic yeah. routine. Uh -huh. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and she's like, don't worry. We'll try again yeah, another time. No doubt. And she must have supersonic hearing because she's basically made the agreement. Like, she's not going to push Wyatt and she's going to hide from Chet. And so, mm. like, poof, she's gone. Yeah. And then Chet is in the kitchen sure. and he sees his brother in panties. Yeah. It's almost, not, it almost walks past him and then it, all of a sudden it registers to him that he's wearing panties <laughs> and and Chet's just, he's lost it at that point. Like He's like, what the, how, what the, you know, he's just, it's so funny how this whole little interaction goes and <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's a joke, no, no, he's like, that's not funny and that's when he first starts offering money. I'll give you my social yeah. security. Yeah, yeah. And they get dressed and they head off to the mall. Mm-hmm. Now you've got Wyatt and Gary with this kind of different air about them when they're For standing sure. there at the perfume counter, but they just can't even get out of their own way because they're breaking shit yeah. and perfume is flying everywhere. Yeah. The girl asks him like, oh, do you have a girlfriend or something like that? And they're yeah. like, how do you refer? No, she's not a girlfriend. Mm, she's she's a, a lover. Lover, a sex pot. Yeah. You know, temptress. Something. I don't <laughs> Some know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's like none of those words. Like girlfriend uh -huh. is so basic. Like uh -huh. we can't. It has to be you know, something much more mature. For sure. For We're sure. mature men now. But the girl's obviously a, a high school girl too working behind this counter and she kind of calls them on their shit. Mm -hmm. like, aren't you the guys that got, you know, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we'll take, we'll take two. You know, make it three. Wrap one up for you, yeah. too. And these kids both, obviously, well, Gary doesn't, or, yeah, yeah. Gary, so Gary doesn't seem to come from money no. like Wyatt does, but 
why it's why it's the one with all the money somehow um, for sure yeah and especially by you know for those who may not know by 80 standards here this kid not like his his family's so wealthy that he has an extra bed in his room for for people for, to sleep over yep. he has a tv possibly a vcr and a computer yes. system that would rival most yes no doubt he's doing all right his and his parents seem to never be around right but they were gone yeah. for most of this this trip until almost the very end. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say though, one of the more ew lines happens at the mall when uh, Lisa is shopping for lingerie and she holds up this see-through thong. Yes. And she asks the this little old lady with these bless her little heart, fifteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, honey, you're a grown-ass woman. That's creepy. <laughs> But see, in the, in the eyes of the male's right. perspective, that yep. was okay. That would be fine. And yeah. some people still think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of I them. They'd but, be stoked. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, because she, she's 23. Mm-hmm. Which is really still pretty young. I'm not no, saying. No, no, of course yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, 23 is very young. But when you're talking about a 15 and a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a little. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. That that's the squiggy part of this movie, <laughs> but but it doesn't play that way. No, in the same way that if if she was a man, you know, for sure. Then we whoa, in right? the other way around, it would have been real bad. Yeah. So when we leave Lisa, we find the boys just kind of sitting back from their shopping adventure, mm-hmm. hanging out at this little sitting area and yeah. reminiscing about their evening. I guess. Yeah. And yeah. here comes you know douche one and douche two because I don't remember their names. It's Max and. Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr.'s <laughs> yeah. character is Ian. Oh. So Max and Ian. Max and Ian. Yes. And they dump the icy on him. Well, yeah, they're they're up there and they they bet five dollars that he. I don't know that obviously he was gonna do it, but maybe the five dollars was that he could get them. I don't know. Oh, like actually hit the like target. Actually hit the target because they go a Finsky and they do this thing where they oh. bet. So it's like a hmm. bet. And so then that's when he pours the icy and X marks the spot. He gets both of them like, yeah, he nailed much it on the top of their heads. Yep. Yeah, and they're and they're clothes, like of course wearing very light colored clothes, white, white and, and like, like like light tan like yeah. colors. Yeah, for sure. And so, and that's not fun. Not at all, and not cool either. Like, no. That's real douchey, and the girls that they're with don't like it. Mm-mm. But they're teenage girls, and they don't know teenage like, girls. Yeah, and, and they 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 kind of contemplate the fact of leaving them, but you know, obviously they they want to remain popular and go to all the parties, right? And, and then they, they apologize. They're like, "Oh, we're sorry." Yeah. You and know? then behind their backs, they're doing all yeah. these movements, and then when they turn around, they try to be sincere. Again. Right? Yes. They take off with their girlfriends, and they're going down the escalator. And as Lisa is going up the escalator, in a crop, like she, no, it's not even a shirt. Yeah, no, and a jean jacket for sure. Hair up, looking real good, especially back in those days. That was that That was was ideal. That was yeah, no doubt. Please, (laughs) she was bringing it. She really was. She was banging it out, and so uh, they are. They are just taken by her immediately when they see her to the point where they're actually going backwards on the <laughs> escalator the wrong way like through the crowd to get to her and um, finally catch up to her and then as she as they're like kind of having a few minutes of her conversation you hear Gary pulling up in a car that he obviously is not fully capable of driving yet that was painful <laughs> it made me sad for the Porsche 
it just shouldn't even be allowed, but it's funny. Yes, it's very funny. And, I, you know, they obviously made it for that yeah. you know, to, to be like that. You know what I mean? Because later he's driving that Ferrari like it ain't nothing. And it's, That's true. I don't think it's that quick of a turnaround from <laughs> that to that, please. <laughs> but then it's funny how Ian and, um, I keep Max. Thinking, and Max um, realize that she, then that she is with Carrie right. and Wyatt. And they can't even. And they can't even. It blows their no, fucking minds. Like, devastating. And then to see Wyatt kissing on her, or no, excuse me, Gary, yeah. actually at this point, kissing on her, like, you know, like not as sensual as with her and, and Wyatt, mm-hmm. but, you know, actually showing affection toward her, that really killed him too. And they just, they couldn't, they couldn't take it. They were willing to make a trade which was funny to me. Well, yeah, we get to that later. Yeah, we'll but get to that. but that's when Lisa's like, oh, by the by, we're going to have a party. Yeah, and you should come. Bring everyone you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And This party gets out, too. You hear it? Everybody does show everybody up. Everybody shows up. There's so many people. This was one of the scenes that I totally don't remember the same. Lisa leaves Wyatt, and she's like, I have to go get Gary. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the parents' house. Yes. It's unnecessarily aggressive, from the beginning like it, she has this lisa has this kind of attitude toward them mm-hmm. that she's just going to provoke them from the start for and sure. she doesn't have to but for to teach gary something mm-hmm. right because he's so he's just going to kowtow to whatever they say and for so sure. she comes so aggressive and scary mm-hmm. and to these people that are horrified by her mm-hmm. I just thought she's I just, just didn't really remember it that way. She's just over at his bar, like making herself a drink. Like yeah. maybe he has like a beer even. Like <laughs> she gives him a beer. <laughs> but yeah, she is very kind of of aggressive with them. But the father too is kind of Yeah. Dicky too, you know what I mean? Stern oh, for sure. father and the timid mom. You know what I mean? Like absolute opposites as far as parents goes you know what i mean yeah um the mom seems very innocent because when lisa tells her that the only entertainment he has is tossing off in the bathroom oh, she, she starts pretty much crying about it she's like you told me you were combing your hair <laughs> <laughs> and he's like doing these like jacking motions he's like i wasn't tossing off in the bathroom no not me <laughs> All the she's like all the running water like yep. <laughs> oh, and he's just mortified. He's completely mortified, and and then that's when the dad like tells the mom to call the cops, and he's had it, and he's gonna have her, he's gonna throw her out, and she pokes him in the chest, and she tells him, "You're out of shape, Al. I think is his name. Yeah, and I'll kick your ass." Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and I was like shocked. He is. At one point, I think he stood there for just a second and was like, holy shit. Like, this this is happening right now? <laughs> and when it escalates yet again, mm-hmm. and he is on the phone, she pulls. She pulls out a, a like a what dirty was it? hairy. Like a, it looks like, like a, a Magnum. Th- like Magnum like 357, like that long barrel, mag- like dirty hairy gun. Yeah, it looks she, serious. Yeah, she pulled that all chrome out on his <laughs> ass. <laughs> and he immediately is silent like it's like okay Mm -hmm. not trying to play around with that no that is actually one of the things i thought was really funny was that she makes the mom forget the situation happened yes but she makes 
him like, forget about, like somehow he forgets he has a son about gary at all like and Gary's... i kind of want to start walking around and just like if someone's like you know oh what's going on with someone like like, like what's going on with terrence who's terrence <laughs> we, we talking about like i suddenly have amnesia like, <laughs> on specifically me <laughs> right just one person that i've known for years like what are you talking about and she's like showing him pictures like our gary yeah. like Get that out of my face. Like and he gets hella irritated later and he's like, Who is this Gary guy? Gosh. Yes. So she pulls the strap on him and then they leave and uh go on back to the house, right? Yep. And I do think it's interesting in this film that the bullies, Ian and Max, mm-hmm. you see them do basically two things and are and maybe some yeah, two things that are kind of screwed up. The pantsing mm-hmm. and the icy, right? For sure. But then you get to see them kind of go through some stuff and have their own set of embarrassments more so than you normally would see in a film. For sure. Like the you're talking about the interaction with the guy at the bar. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's the interaction. So they show up at the party and they get kind of like put in their place by the guy at the bar. Mm -hmm. And then like Lisa's put them in their place. And like there's just all of these moments that you don't normally see. And I thought that was kind of fun. That's it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, so of course, you know, the girls are freaking out. They're like, if, if the boys see, see her, her, we're yeah. done. Yeah. They they, were. Little do they know, like, that's already happened. That's already, yeah, that's already made that deal. That <laughs> it's probably why you're been. at the party right now. But, um, but okay, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course they find their way to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting around, they're having this conversation, and they're like, well, you know, like, do you ever kind of, like, shake it up with anybody else? Yeah, like, you know, like, to... we're good looking dudes. Yeah, they're trying like, to make their move, yeah. yeah. And she's... She just is like, well, I, I belong to Wyatt and Gary. Yeah, yeah. And the language in this is really interesting to me. Okay. Because she tells him that she belongs to them. And then they're like, what? Like, they control you? And she's like, yeah, I do whatever they say. Mm-hmm. And it just screws with them even more. Because yeah. they're like, wait a second. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Is this Stockholm Syndrome? I don't even know what that is. Like, they're like, I don't, something's not right. And they find Gary and Wyatt. Mm -hmm. And they basically try to do this negotiation that you referenced earlier. They say, well, first they try. And then they're like, come on, don't be dicks. You know, like. Like, don't, like, and he's like, don't, don't, don't say it like that. Like, you see him, he's like, they're trying to work him, you know what I mean? To try to get at Lisa, obviously. And so then is when they offer up the girls, their girlfriends. I hate this scene. <clears throat> this scene sucks. Does it? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> because um, it's, it's interesting because what comes out of it is that, you know, obviously Wyatt and Gary have an attachment to Lisa, even mm-hmm. though it's been literally 24 hours but that's fine yeah it is their creation yeah they made her Mm -hmm. and so it's like well we they have more of a bond with the fake person than these two boys do like they're just like real girlfriends yeah it was just it was just a shitty like yeah it's a it's a cultural you know it's like a little snapshot of time Mm -hmm. like hopefully you know there isn't isn't that character considered is he the antagonist or the protagonist? Antagonist. The antagonist. So there has to be you mm-hmm. know, the antagonist. Sure. And, and I guess it makes them look kind of good. But they're like, well, well, we'll just make another one for these douchebags. Yeah. Which I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not like just have that conversation? And now you're going to make like you're. Ta- OK. Yeah. All right. And clearly, as Lisa says to them after the whole debacle, mm-hmm. That they're just showing off. Yeah. Like you didn't even have to do this. Like you had all this and 
You had everything you wanted pretty much. And now you just, you're showing off and that's not cool. And again, when they start the whole process, the same red lightning clouds Mm -hmm. come back. Yeah. Shit's flying everywhere again. And this must be the largest fireplace I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. Right. I noticed that like everything flew into the front of that fireplace yes. and out the top of it and came out whole. So A this grand is piano. Co- yeah. Couches. People. People. Uninjured. <laughs> like <laughs> I do love that scene, though. Do you? It's one of my favorite scenes is just watching the weird science moments happen mm-hmm. when the whole ca- kitchen goes blue For sure. and people are getting sucked out of the house like yeah. there's a huge vacuum. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. I like snowing it. in Chet's room. Yep. Yeah, I like all it. All that, the missiles, like yeah. And all so that was house. so great because because they're drunk and because they just didn't really think about it. Think they, it through. They just they just like forgot about quarters, the main part of like hooking is... up to the thing you want to basically animate. Mm-hmm. Which on that magazine was those missiles where they should have laid the doll. Which was kind of awesome because yeah. when the missile <laughs> comes up through, the, it's just it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> It was great. I love too. My other favorite part was, and it's really, it's not like that exactly, but it's true. You throw a party and you have all this food. And so they oh show gosh, yeah. like the food and it's all perfect and beautiful. They show the people converge on it. And when they, is it diverge? Sure. It's everything's gone. Like, like the chicken is like a carcass. Like yeah. everything is gone. And then they're just off into the party. Like, yeah. No respect, no thank you, no nothing. Like right, just eat oh, all the food. we didn't even talk about before they make try to make the girl. They do have the their little um, weird bathroom adventure yes, with the two girls they like. Well, here it is. Let's go. Yeah, you're right. Let's go back to. They're they're having this party where it's actually a super successful party. One of those scary things about like that party. throwing a party is whether or not people are going to show up. Mm-hmm. So if you throw a party and only a couple few people show up, it sucks. They actually throw a super successful party, or Lisa does. Yeah. And they're up in their bathroom, like, which is just fantasizing about what's supposed to go down when it's actually going down out there in, in their own in his own house. And, and they speak to it too. And he's in there and he's farting, I guess. Yeah. Like I guess that's what what happens when he gets nervous or something. And then the girls show up. Mm-hmm. Now we've got a situation because mm-hmm. it doesn't smell good in the bathroom. No. So and yeah. they want to come in the bathroom. Yes. But it also shows they're kind of this to me this is the moment where you really I really was like, okay, these guys are very geeky. Yes. Because they just don't, it's like, no, you shouldn't stay in the bathroom. Get out of the bathroom. No, but I love how uh, it's first it's Gary and he's talking to the girls outside of the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he would talk to them and then he would close the door. And then he would open up again and he'd talk to her again. And then at one point, Wyatt opens the door. Or no, I think Gary opens the door and then Gary, but Wyatt says, Gary's in here taking a shit. Yeah. And he like slams the door closed and goes and slaps the shit out of one <laughs> How dare you. 
but you're right. So they finally let the women in, or the girls in, and then they're this awkward interaction where they there's actually one point they're actually talking, like yeah. not really an awkward interaction. Right. I think the girls were open to talking to them. It wasn't. I don't think they were trying to go to the bathroom. I think they were just going in there to kind of yeah. look at their makeup and make sure that they look good because they were worried about Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a point where they actually they're having a conversation, and I love how. Uh, Wyatt and Gary introduce themselves to her. They're like, oh, you don't know us. You're, and her. Na- he gives her name, and then he gives her name, like, versus, like, oh, yeah. I'm Wyatt. Right. He tells them their name. They're like, it's like this kind of little weird thing, but I think kind of smooth, too, the way they did it. Well, it's it, kind of endearing. Yeah. You know, like, that. even if they're trying to play a part, you know, mm-hmm. they, they still are who they are. And, mm-hmm. that, and that kind of comes through. And it's charming, like, in this weird little way. It's charming. And I think it's also kind of that confidence that Lisa's kind of instilled in them up into this point is kind of spilling out at that point. You know what I mean? Right. It's but deep. some of their weirdness hasn't. Because sure. when the girls are like, oh, can we have a moment? They go yeah. in the shower. Yeah, no and doubt. I was like, okay. <laughs> that's not quite what they asked for. But the girls kind of handle that well. Yeah, they do. And they just leave. Yeah, they do their thing and then they split. And then by the time they look up, there's two totally opposite girls. Yes, not the girls <laughs> they have crushes on anymore. No. But that shows you that everybody came to that party. Yeah. Everybody came Very to that successful party. Yes, party. Yes, no doubt. And it didn't have any, like, didn't show any signs of slowing. No. So, you know, it's almost like, you know, things had to transpire to, you know, that party could have gone on all night if mm-hmm. the events that follow don't occur. Yeah. But they do. So... <laughs> Because I think at that point, Lisa realizes that everything's going down and and Gary and Wyatt are still nowhere to be seen. Yeah. And she she's she has a mission. You yeah. know, she she has her own goal. She wants to do what what give them what they want. Mm-hmm. But she also sees what they need. Yeah. And so that's where this confidence thing that she's doing the whole time, because one of the other weird things was. She seems to know their entire histories. And that was one little leap of mental, like, yeah, like, okay, cool. I'll just accept that. But she knows more than you would think. And it's like, how did she get this information? Mm -hmm. That's interesting. But yeah, she she has her own kind of set of like, I'm going to build their confidence Mm -hmm. and make them stronger young men to 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 move into this world. And I think it's really sweet. But it's also very aggressive because Mm -hmm. when she realizes they're just being dodgy and kind of you know, they need to to do something. She has to go bigger than she's gone before and she sure. conjures up the motorcycle mutants. Yeah, yeah. And they come crashing through and not gently wrecking shop, like tearing the house up, like hitting people and grabbing people by the head and they're 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 looking they're scary looking. They are scary yeah, looking. Like like I don't know. Like it was crazy and they're going all through the house and I think at one point Gary and Wyatt actually kind of run and hide. They go yeah. and they they hide in the closet and they're gonna they're <laughs> they're in there talking and they're like they're killing people out there, Gary. Like the fuck, you know. I think they would have stayed in there if the dude, again, Lisa's doing mm-hmm, obviously, right. reaches and breaks through the door and pulls them out of the closet. And yeah. So then it kind of forces them to be out there and to obviously now they now they have to do something because if they don't, then they look and bad in front of not just all the people in there but the girls that they've been trying to get at the whole time basically their whole object of their whole affection right 
through Lisa's knowledge mm. of some things, you know, the motorcycle gang berates them and, and humiliates them in yes. front of all of these people and they don't do anything. Yeah. They actually try to play nice, especially Gary. He's like, why don't I get you a drink? Or yeah. da, 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 da. And then they just lay into them and they don't do anything about it nope. until they grab the girls. Yep. And then that's, that's when, when they get bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Wyatt pipes up and uh-huh. he's like, you let them go <laughs> you know and this little this little guy he's just like he is fired up he really is and then gary pulls out the pistol yeah well wait first he's like we can do this one of two yeah, ways yeah. yes you know like you, you can this. just leave mm-hmm. or this is gonna escalate and the guy's like rah, 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 rah. Yeah. and that's when he pulls the gun he's like this is what you're gonna do yeah. then yeah drops and, the hammer on him yeah pulls the, pulls the strap on him and puts it down on him and then they're forced to leave at that point. It shows Gary and Wyatt are are tougher than they think and have more confidence than they think. But it was all derived from their love of those two ladies. Yes. And yes. I think it definitely, you know, put to shine on them and in and, and the two ladies' eyes, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt. These two young ladies are like, wow. Yeah, these guys are better they than literally they literally saved me from... Because nobody knows that they're not real. Mm-hmm. But Lisa, really. Yeah. I mean... I would think at that point that they could have figured that out, mm. Wyatt and Gary, but they don't. Yeah, I know. And then Gary, you find out that he just, he felt so confident holding this gun because he thinks it's a squirt gun. Mm-hmm. It's just, not a squirt gun. He's like, oh, no. he's like, where'd you get that? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's a squirt gun. And luckily he just kind of aims off to where nobody is because yeah. he lets off one and it's a real gun. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically party over. Mm-hmm. It kind of opens up this you know, nice little moments you see between um, Gary and the girl he likes mm-hmm. and Wyatt and the girl he likes. and Hilly and Deb. Yeah. is the Those are the girls, yeah. Um, they're together and that shows their little interaction and when they start to kiss and their little, you know, romantic moment. Yes. And then, then it shows Wyatt and Hill, or no, Deb, excuse me. She's asking him about Lisa. Like, right. What is she to you? Like, yeah, you know, and he, he's like, he's I love a, her. He's like, I love her, but more like a sister. And yeah, he like, even yeah. kind of admits that 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 she wasn't really. I don't know. I don't think there for him. Yeah, it's almost like he he kind of sees that that maybe there was a stronger connection between mm-hmm. Wyatt and her, but also like I felt like what he was saying was kind of genuine. That yeah. it's so true in life is that sometimes you think you know what you want, yeah. and then you get that thing, and then something else comes along, and you're like. Oh my gosh, that's not, not what wow. I at all, yeah. Yeah, and especially with people, right? Mm-hmm. But it's very cute yeah, and and he's very they're both very charming. Mm-hmm. They end up staying the night over yeah, they, there. They do. And yeah. I, I imagine that they just cuddled. That it seems like it cuz yeah. they have their clothes all on and whatnot. And so it's very it's very young love. Come on, you remember young high love. school love before all that <laughs> stuff. Sure. You know what I mean? And so that's when Chet comes back. My favorite. Home. He's back. He's back and he's, he's pissed. rearing a gun and ducks. <laughs> and dead, like, he's like a, wasn't it was a turkey or something? No, it was, it was ducks. Was it a, okay. And so he's obviously college age somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I, so I, that's why I kind of wonder, like, was he like 1920? Was he 2021? Like in that age range. But obviously old enough to rear a gun and drive around and... Yeah. You know, stuff like that. And he 
is so awful. Can you imagine getting hit in the face on the head with a barrel of a shotgun like that? Like he is horrible having a shotgun shoved in your face. He hits the girl in the forehead too, like bangs it off Gary and then off of her forehead too. Like both of them. He's such an asshole. (laughs) He's so horrible. (laughs) And he's, he just, I don't think I've ever seen Bill Pullman. I'm sorry, Bill Paxton, Paxton, Mm -hmm. because I love them both. But, um, he, I think this is the most jerky, douchey role I've ever seen him play. And he so just nails it. And he's perfect for it. He he's really amazing. Is. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I didn't realize how much I love to hate him and that he was just the shining aspect for me in this film. He really love was. him. He really was. And um, so, yeah, he's run, he's trying to figure out what is going on in his yep. house. He is none too happy. But what's funny is it seems like the missile through the house doesn't seem to bother him at all. It's very strange. And his whole thing is, as long as my room is not messed up. As long as my room is not messed <laughs> I up. I won't kill him. I won't kill him. I'll just give him a, a severe limp. Like, <laughs> yeah. just as long as my room is not messed up. He opens the door to his room, and it's fully snowing in there. Like, snowing. <laughs> And he manages to round them all up. And Uh I think this is the first time he's met Lisa. Yes. Because we can't get around it anymore. No, yeah. And we're hanging out in the blue kitchen. Mm -hmm. And he is telling them everything that they have done wrong. Oh, yeah. And he's just giving them the business. Oh, yeah. Lisa's just sitting back. And she's not really doing anything. She's kind of waiting to see what the boys are going to do. They don't do anything. And she's like, why don't you go ahead and take the girls home? Yeah. I need some some time with Chet. I think think Wyatt was going to start giving it up again like all the money everything his full inheritance i'm sure was all getting ready to be given up and then that's when chet like he's walking he's so pissed he's walking around and he opens up the cabinet and he goes hey mammy hey gammy and he, he gets what he wants out and he closes it and then again he like he has this moment where he's like was that my grandma and grandpa are they dead? And she's like, no, they're just resting. It's fine. It's a little time out. And so when the guys take off, so uh, Gary gets the Ferrari. Yes. And Wyatt gets the Porsche. Yes. Wyatt pretty much gets the girl home. Right away. Yeah, safe, sound. Yeah. They have a cute little moment. They're feeling each other. And he bursts out to tell her that he loves her already. <sighs> She doesn't respond back to that. No. Notice. And then he gets the sprinklers. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he doesn't care. He, he's, he's, he's happy. He's, he's yeah. where he's at. Gary's adventure, though, was much more interesting. No doubt. Because I do have to challenge. I mean, you say he got better at driving, but he was looking at the wrong little like odometer. He was looking at the tack odometer thinking he's going 35. I get that, but I'm saying the skill of driving. Oh, well, then all of a sudden it clicks about. in like this other thing. Like as soon as the cops <laughs> the light up, yeah, because, he's like all of a sudden he's a professional yeah, driver. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the mall, coming at the mall, he couldn't he couldn't come through the, the aisle right without like the clutch jerking on him. And now all of a sudden he's doing drift turns and running from the cops yeah. and making it past the train before the cops could get <laughs> to him. And then the train was, although I have to say I lived in Illinois and the trains out there would go forever. If you got stuck behind one of those trains, it sucked ass. Like, oh, because no. they would do this fully slow move and then they would get to this point where they started to reverse. And what they were doing was they were trying to detach 
stuff so that they could obviously let cars go. But this process was just a forever process. Oh, so wow. when they got away, I, I believe that part of it. Yeah. Now I wanted to talk about the Shermer, Illinois. Have you ever seen Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back? Yeah. Okay. So um, in the movie, Jay and Silent Bob, and actually, no, it was actually Dogma. Okay. So in the movie Dogma, they're talking to the lady that is the one carrying the baby. Okay. You've seen Dogma, right? Yeah. Okay. So she's the one that's gotten pregnant, like immaculately concepted. Okay, yeah. You know, okay. And so they're talking to her and they're like, she's like, what are you doing here? And you're like, where are you from? You know, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, we're from such and such. But we moved to Illinois because we've seen all these boss movies, you know. And I don't think they say weird science, but they say like 16 Candles, Breakfast Club, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we would be fucking dope shit if we moved to Shermer, Illinois and became the Weed Connection. He's like, you want to know the fucked up part about it is there is no Shermer, Illinois. Yep. And so Shermer, Illinois is a made up place oh that's so funny and so yeah so that's why i was like sure real noise some bullshit it's because it's true because jay and silent bob yeah okay yeah yeah so, so one of the things that popped out of me the second time i watched weird science was mm-hmm. when gary flips around and he's going the op and then he's you know the, the cops are following him mm-hmm. and they kind of go by each other yeah i thought it was hilarious because the girl she goes she like leans out the window and she says bye <laughs> i was like that's so hilarious i don't even remember that now i gotta go back and watch it <laughs> i was like of course you would yes. as a teenager of course you would yep. right why wouldn't you taunt the police because mm-hmm. probably not gonna get in very much trouble in the end probably Except not for not for parents. that yeah while they're out is my other favorite scene, which is between, you know, Chet and Lisa. Chet and Lisa, and yeah. she, because when they leave and, and she's like, don't mess with me. I can be a real bitch. Yeah. He's like, hit me with your best shot. Yeah. So the next time you see him, he's this horrendous little turd with a like buzz a, cut. And yeah. he's like oozing like pus. Yes, he's, he's like a, a turd frog thing because he snaps at flies. Oh, he's, he he's so gross. Out. Like he's just gross as fuck so nasty and, yes. and he has a complete change of heart oh yeah he doesn't all of a sudden it doesn't want to stay like that forever. well i, I i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't i was just trying to be a good big brother i just you know like i didn't mean to hurt anybody and she's like mm-hmm, uh, uh-huh yeah. yeah and just tells him well if you leave Wyatt alone and gary yeah and stop tormenting him on a regular basis then i'll turn you back yeah. to to you know normal to he's normal. like I, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. It's a deal. He wants to shake her hand. She's like, nah. No. And it's so great because when, when they get back and they see him and he's like, you know, Wyatt, I just want to tell you, you know, I that I just, I really love you. And he's like, uh, what is this thing? And who was it that, oh, one of them doesn't recognize that it's Chet. Mm-hmm. I think it was Gary. And it's like, what is this thing? And he's yeah. like, that's Chet. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just kind of annoyed at this point. Mm-hmm. And when they go to approach Lisa, they're like, you know, you really, Lisa. Yeah, you, you gotta. Know, really, like, we can't have him Chet like that back. at Christmas. Like, yeah. like <laughs> you know, and they have already, like, prepared themselves to have this, like, heavy conversation with Lisa. Because now their hearts belong to these to Hilly and Deb. And, yeah. and you know, we're going to have to let her down easy. Yeah, we don't want to hurt her. No. no. We don't want to hurt Lisa. 
sudden, but she's actually already packed her bags. Yes, she has. And she's, she's already ready to go. Mm-hmm. And so they have their sweet little conversation at the end, and they explain that, you know, she's like, well, you found girlfriends, and yeah. yeah. Yes. Are you hurt? And she's like, well, of course I'm hurt. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's fine. It's yeah. okay. Like, I'll move on. Yeah, it's fine. And then the next thing you know, she literally disappears in a puff of smoke. And is gone. That's it. Yeah. Shows up as the physical education teacher. Yes. I, I never saw a physical edu- education teacher that looked like that. I didn't either. Never in my scholastic years. No. Yeah. How did she get the job is what I want to know now, too. Like, obviously, she's magical. Yes. Because she was able to produce IDs and stuff like she's, that. Yeah. She's got something going cars on. Cars and all this food and party stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So the song, you know how you were saying at the end, you thought it was a different song. And then yes. it was. There is two different versions. So one version... The one that you and I both watched mm-hmm. was um, they play Weird Science again at the end. Yeah. Apparently, there's another version where they play the Rocky theme. Really? At that scene. And I don't know if I've ever seen that. Hmm. But I think maybe because like it's this athletic like yeah, yeah, yeah. thing or whatever. So do you want to hear my theory about Lisa? Let's hear your theory. So I know it's not the classical definition, but to me, Lisa's a genie. Okay. In the very beginning, when he's talking about his fantasy, mm-hmm. you could compartmentalize that into three wishes. And she literally grants the three wishes. And as soon as she's granted the third wish, she disappears in a puff of fucking smoke. Okay. And I was like, she's a genie. Yeah, I see it. Because <laughs> she's magic. Like, mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's not a genie because she's not confined to any kind of like... Bottle. Uh, or, yeah. yeah or but bo- she kind of has that, like genies always had that, um, like there's the way they've been portrayed... Yes. yes, they have an edge to them and they're usually aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of elements that I'm like, she really, that's what hit me the most okay. that was different when I watched this movie is that every time I turn around, Lisa is looking more and more like a genie. I got it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So that was my big takeaway. Nice. Nice. It was really fun to rewatch. It really was. Like I said, this is one of those movies that I wanted to be that popular kid and get the girl and be accepted in the popular crowd and so this movie was one of those movies that was like this can happen you can do it right (laughs) of course it doesn't always happen like that this is the movies you know what i mean but this is just one of those movies that i've always loved and like i said i was just impressed by the acting in it all the way around i i read somewhere that um elon mitchell smith that he was Actually, a trained ballast, the ball, ballet. Oh, he's a ba- yeah, ballet dancer. Ballet dancer. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool shit. Right. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was a good pick, Terrence. Thank you. Again, that's one of those movies that have oh, kind of always stood out to me. It's so it fits so perfect for our yep. podcast because you couldn't. I don't think you could make weird science and have it believable now. No. It's just it. It takes that. That mental leap, you know, when you're when you're watching, you just have to be like, this is so 80s, bizarre, crazy, just like never ending story and like For certain sure. things where it's like, it's just more outrageous. Nice. It's good. Nice, nice. I loved it. And I'm glad we watched it. Me too. So what's our next movie halls? So it's not really personally like, uh, you know, one of my top movies, mm-hmm. but I really like the cast. Okay. So we're going to watch Young Guns. Young Guns. I love it. 
So that's what we're gonna watch. Nice. So I'm excited about this one. Me too. We're gonna talk about that one pretty soon. Super yeah. Dope. So we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Have a great evening. Bye. Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.